Let's do this. Welcome to the 551 Podcast. My name is Wes Berdine. I am here with Rodrigo Sanchez Cheveria and Eric Silva Brenneman. Gentlemen, hello. Hello. hello this hello. is uh, now now a few weeks without Alex Schieferdecker. And uh, I, I, we miss you, Alex. I was going to say, yeah, we miss Call you. Us. He's Call probably us. warmer than Tweet at us. <laughs> Do something. I like, you, you, you're the only one with the, uh, with the kind of bullet mic here. I know. I feel like in, I should be your, reciting something. You like, <laughs> yeah, you do look like you're ready to. I'm, I'm ready to you go. You got one? You got one ready to go? Uh, I don't, I don't have anything, no. I don't have anything. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's a different element. I have to be in my facade. Sure, I have to get sure, into yeah. it. Get the character. I'm but just here to talk about football. That's for the, the second act of the show. So on uh, this podcast, we are basically going to talk about Minnesota United FC. There was a game this past weekend. My legs are still not recovered oh, from it. Cold. Um, I was an idiot, didn't wear boots. I wore my stupid Adidas. And uh, yeah, anyway, we also have a gajillion Twitter questions, um, you know, mostly from Francisco Calvo. Dude just <laughs> just really had a lot of questions for me this week. So, uh, but we've got, so we're going to like try to like get through all of that. But let's at least just uh, start with the, the basic quick news and then we'll do Minnesota United stuff. Uh, the main thing is, let us now praise famous Zlatan. Praise Zlatan. Uh, Ibrahimovic. The, the, the El Trafico between LA Galaxy, LAFC. Did you guys both watch it? Yeah. I didn't watch the whole match, but I you, sure as hell watched I, the goals. I watched that. I, I, for once, didn't have to do any coaching, anything yeah. related to anything. So my Saturday was actually filled with <laughs> actual watch, watching, watching soccer. Pro- professional from, soccer, uh, yeah. yeah. Watch some uh, Bundesliga. And then I, then I'm like, I was like, hey, you guys want to watch... LAFC versus the LA Galaxy. That's right. That's why you were tweeting me about uh, yeah, uh, Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund. And, and, yeah. Uh, that was a blowout. That LAFC was, that was versus Galaxy was not a blowout. No, but it was a well-scripted. I mean, it looked like battle. I took the kids up to take a nap when it was 3 nothing at halftime. And I was like, I was literally like coming up with like really good. I wanted to, to, I was like, okay, go down for a nap so I can make a uh, mock-up movie poster of traffic and just make a joke about... <laughs> I don't know, war or something like that, drug war. Um, anyway, and then I kind of go back down. They didn't take a nap, so I went down at the 70, 70th minute, right when Zlatan's coming on. Mm-hmm. It's 3-2, and Zlatan comes on, and sure enough, five minutes into coming on, he hits that crazy half-volley goal. Yeah, from like is, that, is that goal of the year for the MLS? So far. No, wasn't there another one? No, no. Do you think You don't think that's going to win goal of the year? It might. No, I'm thinking of an EPL goal that that was. Um, I don't know. I, I I have a really terrible memory. So, but uh, it was, was it was pretty. Impressive. It was goal of the weekend. It was <laughs> I perfect. Know. I mean, it, it was, was it was Latan. It was it was everything we would come to expect. And, from. and part of it was just like if you saw how the ball Love moved. Like, did you guys see many angles of this? This it was just like the way it like just drifted in air past the keeper. It, it was not just hit it, chip it over the keeper. It no, was, it was all power. Oh, it was amazing, and then yeah. the and dude- then he was he was interviewed, and he was like, "Well, when he was ta- he was talking about strategies, like, well, when the ball's up in the air, one of us is supposed to go for the ball, the other one's supposed to go behind or in front in case something happens, right? 
And that's exactly what he did. Terrible and he, and he was like, and then he was like, that game. And then he was speaking to the fact that's like, I had to think in that split second that I either had to go for finesse or go for power. I went for power. He didn't say Zlatan does not kick the ball. The ball kicks Zlatan. I don't know if he said no, that. No, that would be the, that the, would be the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, regardless, then he gets the, the game winner. I, I had said when he came, I, I'm super tired of the Zlatan sh- uh, shtick. The whole, you know, Zlatan, you know, quotes. I am not tired of Zlatan being awesome, though. I mean, he is legitimately still awesome. Who knows if that will last through an entire season. But yeah, it was that game was so much fun. Uh, and I just imagined like people in MLS headquarters and both the, the team's PRs were just just could hear ka-ching, ka-ching, yeah. and just freaking out. Oh, yeah. No, I think... Diving in their money pits. I think one of the things is, is, is uh, what Ibrahimovic was, was fitness. He said he was ready to play, but after 20 minutes of play, and he said he was tired. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, what does that really put you... Where, where are you at health-wise, you know? And how long will it... Would you be the super sub that scores two goals every sure. time you go on? Sure, 20 minutes Look, he's, every a, game. he's a TAM player. He's not a designated player. He's not costing him that much. Uh, having, having a super sub like that, I mean, that's... That's uh, that's not bad. So, um, wh- the, the other things I want to hit uh, in this opening part is just Tuesday night, Wednesday night. It's the semifinals of Concacaf uh, Champions League. So Toronto versus Club America Tuesday night, seven p.m. Wednesday, Chivas versus Red Bulls. Uh, are these both on Univision? Probably right? should be. Yeah, they are also on Facebook. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Actually, Go Ninety is where you can watch them. If you just go to the Go90 website, they might be on TV as well. I don't have one. So um, you can get them for free on Go90. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Cool. Um, and then uh, before we get, we'll, we'll take a break after this, but Darwin Quintero finally announced. We've talked about him on the last two podcasts. Um, $200,000 transfer fee, $1.5 million a year is like highway robbery, um, especially because what was, I think, San Jose when they tried to go after him so last year, that, it was, it? It, no, it was, it was More. 5 million or oh, so. Wow. So wow. a year ago they were valuing at that and they wanted him out of there, you know, and it, amazing. So Paul Tenorio did that reporting. I think it's a fantastic signing in that light. I mean, he, I think he already was going to be a step above in terms of talent. Um, who knows if he'll work out, but at this, you're not risking anything. You're just, just a little bit of money and, he was quoted in an interview saying that he scores goals, so yep. hopefully that will that that's nice nice to have on a team. He gave me five on Saturday. Oh, did he? He is a short, short man. Yeah. Of course he is. I did not realize how how is short he, is he. Rodrigo short because that's pretty short. Yeah, actually, he's shorter than Miguel. He's like he's he's actually shorter than Adrian Heath too. Yeah, well, he's, I mean he hopped up on the on the capo stage with those guys and he just looked like a child compared to yeah, some he's, of those he's guys. five five. He's not. <laughs> He's not going to help you uh, win any headers uh, when you're up a man and blasting balls into the box. <laughs> right. uh, but let's, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. You know, there, there's uh, Darwin Quintero. I am, I am pretty darn excited for him uh, to be in the team. Same. I think that uh, as we as we will see, the team needs a bit more magic. And, uh, and whether you put him out on the right, whether you put him in the number ten as a second striker or as the you know. Floating you, between that, or even just as the the single striker or something, if you want to play on the break like they do with uh, Denlady, I, I think it can bring a lot. So yeah. I am pretty excited. Um, so is he going to play against Portland? Then is that the, the thought? 
Maybe. Uh, yeah, so we don't. We have the week off now. We've got to buy. The next game is away at Portland. I, I would be surprised if he didn't start. So hopefully, all the all the whole visa thing's been situated then, because I know he didn't. Uh, yeah, he didn't. Things, he but... didn't have the visa this weekend, uh, but hopefully it'll be situated. You know, I, I spoke to Bill McGuire for an interview last week about the stadium that you know that uh, was up on MLSsoccer.com, and um, and we talked a little bit about Quintero. Um, I didn't. I never heard back if I could use that part in in the podcast, but he, I think everyone with the team is like super tamping it down. They want to hype it in some ways, but they're also like, this is a, we're, this is a good signing. You know, he's going to be, you know, no one is um, going extremely over the top of how important this signing is going to be for the team. Uh, And I think that's probably just because they'd rather surprise, they'd rather him be awesome. Uh, and and surprise everyone. So, but let's let's take a is, break. Is it contract for how long now? Is it for year contract? Uh, someone said through twenty twenty. So oh, that okay. would be two and a half years, right? Two and three. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, let's take a break. Uh, and we'll come back, and then we will delve into, uh, the coldest game on the planet ever. <laughs> Back on the 55-1 podcast. So... Caipirinhas de novo. Yeah, I made the world's worst caipirinha uh, in preparation uh, for you guys coming. Uh, and then... I jumped in and... Then you jumped that. in and saved, saved the day. <laughs> uh, so thanks. Wait, you pulled an Ibsen? What? <laughs> yep, yeah. So uh, let, let, let's talk about this game. Minnesota United at home to Atlanta. Uh, all the storylines of revenge, etc. Um, cold as hell. Um not as cold, I think, as last year, but I'm man. It was a, definitely a stronger wind chill. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and so nasty. It was, uh, I'm sure, terrifying to play in, uh, and I, I don't know exactly where where we want to start with. Um, we can walk through the game, kind of uh, um, the the main timeline, but there's only really a couple points of the timeline, which is just nothing. But um, should we start with the own goal? Yeah, let's start with the own goal. Okay. Do you take us? Do you remember how how this happened? So, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was. Uh, they got into the box, shot, rebound. It was rebound and went right off the, right off the belly. Of, it was so a, slow. It was and like it's a, so. So slow. it's a corner that Ibsen tries to do his um, uh, crane kick to to clear, misses it, bounce up, hit the you know then uh, Lansing kind yeah. of. Hits, you know, hits a crossbar or he hits it into the crossbar and then it goes back. Yeah, eventually ends up in uh, Calvo's, Calvo's running towards it to clear it. He's like bonks right off. Yeah, of and it just goes. I think, I think we should ask our, our, our Twitter listeners to to tweet us the the, the best uh, own goals that they've had if they play soccer they've had in their life because mm. I have a pretty pretty interesting one. So yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I we were uh, we we're playing CSC uh, league back when I was. Younger, right? It feels weird saying that, but um, you were younger at some yeah. point. At one point, at one point, I was. I had no children. Right? Yeah. At one point, I was. I was just <laughs> cream of cream of the top. Anyways, uh, we were playing, and uh, I I went into uh, control the ball that was passed a little bit too high to me, and I was playing a uh, center back, and uh, the goalie didn't communicate with me that he was going to get the ball, and I went out, and I opened up my area. My leg open as I was jumping and it hit my groin area over the goalie. <laughs> oh, 
And that was the only goal that anyone scored in that final. Gold pow. Yeah. Off the mm-hmm. schlangen. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, give, that gives a whole new meaning of what's that uh, chant that they do. Ah, um, oh, jeez. What's what's the chant? Uh, is, it, is it Nuts of a Warrior? That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys have, uh, have a better story than that, please please, please, <laughs> please let me know. Make me feel better about that. Let's make feel Cabo feel better about that as well, too. being so slow, just watching it bounce and bounce and fall and kick. And it was just... It was just comedy of errors. But, I mean, and it's hard to, like, say there's a common thread between, like, what? uh, What was the game where you had, it was Chicago, right? Where you had the three defenders all kind of just run into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ibsen runs into Voxel. I don't think there's a common thread here, but it's just lack of, unlucky, unlucky in some ways. Also, not great organization. Also, Ibsen just can clear the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. But then we go on, and th- this first 40 minutes, so people might know that I ranted this weekend. This first 40 minutes, I, I like, anyone who wants to talk about this game needs to rewatch that first half again, because... Testify, was testify. We still had, mm-hmm. they still had 11 men. They were bunkering somewhat. And it was in infuriating to watch eric you were next to me i was, was like literally were, screaming into the it's air true. It's um true. because it, atlanta just won every ball they were there was it you could like go through and make a highlight film of when miguel Miron just ran in front of a guy and took the ball yeah. off of him and just intercepted the pass the tackles they were winning everything and they were just absolutely rampant. Every Minnesota was passing the ball. The, you know, Atlanta was driving, pulling back deeper and deeper, and, and bunkering more. Minnesota was slowly moving the ball, just ponderous. Atlanta would press them, uh, and then, um, you know, the other observations are that Miguel never moved to the wings. He was right. like playing he centrally. Was central. He was ten, and he was letting, but it was almost like he was letting Ibsen come forward and covering behind Ibsen a bit. Um. And the ball never got over to Finley. Like, yeah, Finley had the ball. That. that whole side was completely underutilized. It, Finley made two passes from that kind of corner area. So they were just like, I was infuriated for the first 40 minutes. Because I just, I, I didn't see, I saw one team that looked really up for it. And that was not affected by the cold. And the other team that was playing in terrible cold weather. And yeah, I mean, how do you get energy to do that? But. Yeah, I don't know. So we can move on past those forty minutes, but that's what I I saw in the first. I think until the red. One of the things is is that uh, Atlanta was playing, I believe, a three five two. So in in order to be able, and this is this is technically speaking, in order to be able to get around that, you're you're looking to be able to play the ball quickly and and switch the ball quickly in order to be able to draw out and create those spaces. Now. Uh, on the left-hand side, the first 40, 40 minutes, Ibsen and Nicholson had a lot of quick quick one-two, one-touch passes that they were doing that mm-hmm. got into that left wing and into the box and trying to send some of those crosses. That never happened on and, the right and side. And they were also purposely attacking right. they uh, were, Leandro they were drive, they were driving at uh, Gonzalo the Perez because right. he ha- he got a yellow in the third 30 Right, and they were driving. And, so that was, that, so was, yeah. that was a really good strategy. Sure. But, but yep. the thing, too, is that it comes down to coaching is that um, – you know, pressing and trying to be the first ones to those 50-50 balls is 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 is, is, is comes down to coaching. So yeah. Atlanta's coaches and I'm assuming that was the strategy. It's like we're gonna press that ball 
every time, make it uncomfortable for them not to be able to pass the ball. And and to the and crowd talks for them that that worked extremely well that first half. Uh, and it was just one of those things that there wasn't enough movement. There was it was I mean if you if all I could remember is just mostly Nicholson and Ibsen doing all the plays on the left hand side. And Which is ironic, right? Because you even mentioned the other side is where they had the more vulnerable back, right? Where they should have been going well, after. Well, yeah, Chris McCann, who's a, a, a midfielder, a bad midfielder, was playing the as the left center back, and I was just go just, get him, go yeah, get him. dreaming about Finley attacking him. And the guy was fuck freaking Sergio Ramos out there. He was fantastic. I think we'll, we'll talk a bit about Atlanta in, later, but I thought Atlanta was, they were infuriating, but they were really good. Uh, and so I, I don't think we should discount how well they executed that training drill, basically, which is you're down to 10 men, bunker and, and do this. Um, and I also think Greg Garza had Ethan Finley, he's the left wing back, had Ethan Finley in his pocket, and that's mm. why we didn't see so much quiet. of him. And, yeah, um, so then the 40th, uh, it's not quite the 40th minute, it's about maybe 37th minute. Um, uh, Leandro, is it Gonzalez Perez? I forget. LGP gets uh, a red by kind of just yeah, hockey just check. Stupid, yeah, checking so was, yeah. Nicholson. Yeah. I mean, Nicholson was, was outside of, he was out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. and he literally just. Oh, and right in front of the ref, too. Yeah, the ref and he, was and like, he just right. checked him and then. He, and then Nicholson's head hit his hit his shoulder, and then yeah. I was like, he might like, have sold wow. it a little bit too. But at the same time, I think he sure. probably looked back and was like, "Hey, ref, how you doing?" Yeah, whoosh, here we go. So that was probably the best call he's about the whole game, <laughs> my opinion. But um, that's when that is when Minnesota finally started to play. The rest, of the re- the final five minutes of that half. Um, that's the first time you heard the M N U F C chant go, which is. Sometimes a kind of uh, aspirational thing, move, and sometimes it is a reaction to there's energy coming, we're responding to yeah. it. And that's when you finally saw players moving and, and moving off the ball. Um, Nicholson, uh, he was not bad this game, but there were parts where he was bad. This this last bit, he was putting in crosses and they were going nowhere. Right. Uh, other times I thought he was pretty effective and he, he was getting... In, in decent places, but Mark Birch was terrible. Oh, really was. Why we can, were we, we going can... through the left if Mark Birch is being bad? That's where I was annoyed. Where it's like switch. Well, I, I think... Mears is better at putting the ball in. Yeah, and I, I think you know, um, I think he he had an injury last season, right? And I think yes. right? Mm-hmm. And then he and then he slowly came back towards the end. Yeah, and he was he was playing way up too high. And he doesn't have the speed to be able to work with those counters uh, that Atlanta was throwing at. So, and so he didn't have the speed nor nor the energy to run back. And then when they were when he was playing defense, he would pinch in too much with the with the CB, and so leaving a bunch of space for someone on the on the wing to be able to go and drive and at him. So and just really poor clearances. Yeah, too. and mean, so like straight was, to you know, Atlanta. You know, I mean, some of them were passes rather than clearances. And so like. Like like last year he was serviceable and I get it you know like he, he he's done what he can do but I think Tison needs Tison, to get fit needs, yeah Tison needs to get fit or we need to pick up Eric Miller Eric Miller will be on that finally train. or finally uh, figure out what's going on with Alexi yeah. Peruano yeah or or yeah or Alexi Gomez is <laughs> yeah, gonna come or. in and I be I mean a, at this point you know yeah. I'm not gonna dis- argue with 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 Alex about that yeah either or he can't have yeah. Birch out there anymore so um. Second half, I thought the the game 
the team came out and they they obviously got the hair dryer treatment, uh, which I was good. I like I said during the half, I hope to God this is one of those times when Adrian Heath lays into them. And I think they did. And they came out and they were firing for 15 minutes. I thought they were just really moving it. They were being unlucky. Um, And I thought that you could specifically see Mears, Ibsen, Calvo, and Ibarra really tried to like make something happen. They really wanted something to happen. Um, Those are probably the only four players I would give some sort of commendable score to. Everyone else, like I said, I don't think anyone was bad. Um, but they just weren't, you know, Denlati was not getting it done. And the game plan was different, right? Yeah. The team, you know, they're not only ahead, but also uh, they're bunkering and, because they've got 10 men. That's that's not what Denlati, you know, Denlati was there to hit them on the break and to yeah, torture that, these guys. And That wall was was a very commendable wall. Yeah. Uh, a certain current president would probably would like to duplicate that well somewhere, but yeah, that no, I mean they, they, that's what they did. They bunkered, they stayed, and they just plugged every hole possible that they could. And I think that was probably the most frustrating thing about the whole thing was that we we couldn't get anything to go in, even yeah. though people were trying. And I think for me, that second half, uh, even though it was culminated with chances, there were lots of chances to be able to put the ball in, and there there wasn't also. Um, maybe the last ten minutes there was a sense of urgency to like. I wanted to see someone step up and take take a kick outside the twenty. Well, or just shoot. Yeah, from, yeah. Like, I, well, people did. I mean, they, people said that, but like there were four blocked shots outside. You yeah, know? I mean, well, I mean, when, I don't think they were well taken times. No, but, they but, weren't. You know, been, Alex Schieferdecker did write a piece about how hard it is to break down a bunker. He's totally right. That said, um. For those first 15 minutes, like I said, Minnesota come out, they're really hitting it hard, trying to make something down, really running. And then it's not working, right? The plan isn't working. They're just not not sharp enough. And you need to change the plan. So Christian Ramirez comes in for Dinladi. Um, and you don't get another change until uh, Toya comes in in the 81st minute. Um, A little too late there. You know, I think... Uh, some people were calling for like Coleman. Coleman is the best header of the ball on the team. All of those crosses. Yeah, yes. and and literally by the end, like you just had Boxall back. You know, I mean, any Ibarra from time uh, to time. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. yep. Ibarra was was kind of cutting back. I just here. I think someone maybe asked this in Twitter, and maybe I put it in our questions. But what could have been done uh, that differently? I don't know if you guys have thoughts, like, especially later in the game. You talked about a, a bit of the beginning, but they're bunkering. They have they were so neatly well arranged. Um, we were just putting in cross after cross, and that was the next infuriating part, right? I should say, the first part I was infuriated with the players. They were not, they were not moving well enough. They were not. They did not look motivated. Second half, they looked motivated again. And especially at the end, the last 10 minutes, those guys really wanted to get something done. But the plan was terrible. You can't put 50 crosses and win nine, was it, or something? The first half, they completed one pass into the box. Second half, they completed, I think, more like eight. But anyway. I think I think at that point, you, you want someone to drive at the defense. You want someone... 
um, to try to get into that box. A, for the purpose of if you get around that box, take a quick shot. Two, if not, someone's, you have a much better chance of there's more bodies in there in, the, in that box. So you have a better chance of someone following you, whether that's a free kick, whether that's a penalty kick. Uh, also, shooting outside that box as more as you can. With that many bodies in the field, yeah. who knows? You get a handball, right? And, and I think Ibsen tried. I think Ibsen tried a lot to be able to draw fouls outside the area. Wasn't oh, that successful? That inch out, outside yeah, the, the penalty box, where it, like he went down and he was like he he looked at the ground and just knew. Yeah. Oh. yeah so so I mean those 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 are the things that that, that you kind of want to. But also I think at, I think at that time i don't i don't know what the mental state is of everybody else when you you're trying everything in the, in the world to get the ball and then you're hitting the you're hitting the goal post you're going wide about 10 inches yeah. you, the, the goalie is actually playing decently you know and yeah. i think Coleman is definitely one of the first things i would have thought yeah, to bring I, I would for, for a reinforcement know, knowing there was going to be all of those headers sub birch Put Coleman in at the at the seventieth. If that's what you're I mean, going to do, if you're going to go cross yeah. his white, do Toya that. Toya not coming in before the eighty first was also very frustrating. Like he's tall. He's not a he's not a giant, but he's taller. And Christian's not that great at headers. Right. Um. You know, you do want Christian in that box. He had because, some good ones last year because he he can finish well. Um. You know, a few other points. Basically, the sixtieth through seventieth minute is where Minnesota seemed to drop off energy again. It wasn't working. Nothing happened. Seventieth through eightieth was also led to the the fury because I think maybe two minutes of soccer happened during that period. You this know, is when the uh, when uh, Laurentowitz went down. All started you know, too. all this stuff, and that was like, I'm kind of over being mad at the ref because I think the ref, the only thing the ref didn't should have done is uh, yellow card Brad Guzan in the thirtieth minute. Just he was wasting minutes stuff that early, carding him in the ninetieth, but he did. You know, he left Greg Garza off the pitch for like a minute. You know, when Garza was like, oh, I'm injured, he wouldn't let him come back on. We were playing against nine men That's for true. like a minute. Yeah. And Wait, still, yeah. it looked like they had That was like one of the rare times, men. though. There were so many flops and dives and time wasting, and it was, it was hard to watch. That one was almost too little, too late, where they finally was like, you know what? I'll keep him off a little bit this time. But all the other times, you know. Guys are off for five, ten minutes at a time, and we get one minute of stoppage time. It's ridiculous. It was it was hard to watch. It was very yeah. frustrating in that regard. Yeah. Everything mean, I, about I, the game was garbage. I think but. I think you know instead of you know when it crosses step working, perhaps try to just drive it into the middle. You know, try yeah. to try to do a, a one two penetrate. Try to penetrate to the to the middle, or penetrate to go back out, or just play that ball you know, quickly. Make them make that make that defense and that bunker move as much as you can. Now that's that's a lot easier said than done, but. At the same time, what was frustrating for me was, um, I think, uh, maybe maybe three times in that second, the last twenty minutes, Finley was in the box, and instead of yep. instead of and instead of shooting that ball in like the eight yard line or the nine yard line that was in the box, decided to cross it, and I was like, I was like, at that point, you're thinking, what is what is what is what is going on in a player's mind when you're like eight box and a year box with a goal in front of you and all you do is cross the ball i mean yeah. and and that's that's one of those if he was you know calvo was in the box a couple of times calvo missed the the goal twice by inches eight right? inches you know um calvo being one of the guys who was taking the game by the scruff of the neck finley was not you know like he did there's one in particular i was just like Again, when I rewatched it, shoot! You know, just there was no defender between him and the keeper, and the keeper was, you know, probably had left enough space at the near post that you could 
try to blast something in, or try to blast something in, and you get a you get Corn. a good rebound, yeah. or you know something. It's like they were going for that. They were looking for that perfect goal. You know, the nice cross with a pretty header, a pretty. They would try. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to redo that blast. Just blast the ball and see what happens. happens. The yeah. rebound or hit someone's yeah. hand or whatever. You know, it's gonna bounce it, bounce on somebody. But I mean, I, th- I think that was the, the frustrating thing for me was that. Um, even though that, that that was that looks like it was the game plan at at one point you know as you players being on the field you got to be like this is not working I see an open shot you know when you see an open open goal take a shot you know especially within when you're in the box I mean I think I I, I mean I don't I don't know what was going on through and maybe it's just a reaction that was that they were going through that just crossing the ball crossing the ball but yeah, this isn't necessarily to, towards the parking the bus, but I think just the general attack um, that I was thinking about that I'm actually kind of excited for. I feel like the Loons attack is so dependent on Ibsen. We've been talking about this. Yeah. And just watching it, especially that first half, but even in the second half, he always gets the ball. And he, you know, he's ready to make a move. And a lot of times, the other guys, uh, Finley, a lot of times, wasn't ready for him. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm going to hold a little bit more, and I'm going to do this. And anybody else? Nope, okay, I'm going to hold a little bit more. And, and then the insanity happens sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Just so dependent. So the idea of him and Quintero maybe playing together and just shouldering some of that and maybe opening up that other side, that excites me. I hope. Even if it's just relieving that burden a little bit off of Ibsen, yeah. I think that will be helpful. One thing, what you know, if we're talking about other things that could have happened, uh, like I said, I don't know if it was a specific like set out to do this with Ibarra tactically, but I don't know why he wasn't overloading a wing. It was very rare. Even in the second half, you could just take a still and look, and every... Atlanta player was just marked up with someone. The, in the midfield, it was just they were there. Yeah. Um, we were up a man, and still it never felt like that. And if Miguel is is pulling and a midfielder has to follow him out wide, Different that than just the Chicago wasn't happening. Then, right? then, then you're able to maybe get one of them free to get a better cross in, right? Because we were not crossing as much from the byline. Nicholson was a bit. Um, and so we were kind of lofting in crosses, right? Who on this team wins headers? No one. Um, Just our goalie. Dinladi actually wins a decent amount of, yeah. Um, and so, you know, at least if you're able to like drive in a cross or something like that, it's just more, more dangerous. There's more speed. Yeah, no, I, I I just, I think that, you know, it was just, no, overall it was a bad game. You know, it was a bad game. It was a bad battle that, I mean, I've, I've played and I've coached many games where, where we have you know you try everything, you push everything up, you can't get anything to come in. Ball goes wide, ball hits the post, hits the post again, hits the post again, and you just can't do that. You 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 can't you can't get the ball in for whatever for whatever you can do. I mean, it's, and I understand that, and I, I understand that. I've been there, I experienced it. It's it's one of the most frustrated and demoralizing things that can happen not only as a player but also as someone who's watching a, a game right but you know i i this is where this is where where where, where i feel feel like a, a Quintero can 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 provide relief in that aspect someone they so. someone they can dribble at you know cuz Nicholson wasn't doing his patent try to dribble through four or five people and then cut right he he didn't have space to do that yeah. he was dribbling 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 trying to get to the 
to to the line and then trying to cross the ball over. But whenever he crossed it, it didn't go past the first. first he did first like hook. try two weird. Was it was it him who tried both of them? The with these like weird angled bicycle kicks and it's Dude. like yeah that, and it was, that his effort trying to score it was, was that a was good there. thing? I couldn't tell if it was a good thing or a bad thing. Like it, it was. No, like it wasn't close to on target, it, but it was a it good idea. It would have been once in a, <laughs> a lifetime idea. to make because it was because of how the ball was coming yeah. at him. The every part of the angle was just like, could you have just like <laughs> hey. headed it? And there was another, th- yeah, another yeah. effort, he, effort, right? He, he knew Zlatan was, was in the league. He, he, was, he knew Zlatan was here. Yeah, he knew yeah, Zlatan yeah. Blasted. He saw the he saw the goal earlier. <laughs> he did. So, um, the 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 best point was the 80th to 90th minute where that's where Calvo had those two shots. Uh, Toya had one go just wide. Uh, Nicholson had a really good shot that kind of just went straight to uh, Guzan. Um, props to Guzan for, I mean, he was terrible and everything and hateful, but <laughs> dude played a game in 20 degree weather as a bald man with no no hat on or anything. So I, I at least give him that much credit. Um, and then stoppage time came and it was just, oh. Just deflated. Uh, like, at no... And that's where I kind of got um, depressed mad. Because it just looked like we could do this for seven more years. And we're never going to score. Mm-hmm. Just like, just... they It looked far more desperate. Um, and just bad. And, and that's where I kind of... That's why I, I, like, left the game. I'm like, I'm cold. That was useless. Uh, and we just... We were never going to score. Uh, we were never going to get this equalizer. Where for a while, in the 85th minute or something, I thought, this could happen. Mm-hmm. So, that's the game. <laughs> Minnesota United had 682 passes. Atlanta had 290. Atlanta had 60 clearances. Minnesota United had three shots on goal. Atlanta had two. I think Minnesota finished with, I counted 10. I think Jeff Reuter counted 14 passes into the box. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> it was bad. Well, I mean, it, it was bad, and I get it, and and I get, and and I like this rivalry that that's being created between oh, yeah. Atlanta. And, it's completely and, on. That's, and so that's like, sure. so this adds on to it. But at the same time, I remember being in the same situation right about the same time of year, and 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 being what five zero six zero, and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh. When can we Six get the one. ball? Yes. We scored. We yeah. scored. When, one when can we get? Can we get something that? And so, yeah. like, if you if you if you're looking at it from last year's progression to this year's progression, the only reason they score was for an own goal. Yeah. So what you know what can what can you say? You can say they they planned out uh, Atlanta planned out a, a, a good strategy, a lot of pressure. Yeah. With a three five two, making sure that they're Knowing that we 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 weren't able to break down that wall at, at the beginning when it was eleven v eleven, we couldn't get those quick passes to to be going. Only on the left hand side, nothing on the right hand side. There was no there was no aspects of creativity or urgency to be able to do that. And when we came on the ten, um, it was just trying to get through that through those walls, and it just yeah. it was something that wasn't going to work out. And so, so move on to the next, and hopefully. You know, really, really, really take it to the Nike Nike home home quarters over there. So yeah, so you're talking about the progression, and this is really funny coincidence. You know, yeah, this uh, guy on on Twitter, MN Laser Guy, I think is his name, um, has he's tracking like the 
results from last year, comparing them to this year. So at San Jose, you know, against Orlando, against Chicago, uh, against Red Bulls, and kind of comparing, like, literally the score lines are all the same except for Orlando. Uh, we won this year uh, two to one. Last year we won one to nothing. And then obviously Atlanta um, at home we lost six one, and we lost one nil. So the the um, the only change from last year is just how much we lost this one game by, which I, which I thought was pretty funny so yeah, far. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, you wanted it to be similar to the same points of score. Well, from yeah, last I, year, right. I, so. I wanted, I wanted an improvement at least. But uh, yeah, I mean, it is funny. Like we're talking about. Well, this is a really good start. It's like, well, it's it's exactly where we were in some ways. But right, and we uh, knew that these next couple of four uh, games are going to be. Uh, a and, and like we've said, also, I think the th- three games up until this game, uh, as we've said, they, they've been they look so much better. So I, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to say they haven't progressed because I do think that they actually when they won those two games they deserved to win those. No, two they've games. been and last better. year. They there's, there's rarely no denying that. You know, they've been they, playing better. Yeah. What was interesting was was uh, the comments of, of Heath afterwards during the game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> West West can't respond to this one. Go, so you're on your own. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to step away from I'll the mic for a moment. And we're just gonna have to bleep out <laughs> everything he said. I'll, I'll leave that. <laughs> I, I just I just thought um, that it was interesting that he uh, commended his players. I believe. Uh, quote me uh, if I'm wrong. I'm wrong, but um, he said pretty much that this was probably the best game that we had them had seen, seen him play. And the and most now, pleased I've been. Most pleased like I've been. Yeah. Right. Most pleased I've been. And that and that to me was a, a whole 360 from what we saw last week and a couple of weeks before. I mean, um, I don't know. Like I said, it, he's 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 so hard to figure out. I, I do think. In no way should he. This is not a game to throw. Throw still not a game to throw your team under the bus. No, they just played in terrifying weather. Right. You you still you go through that tape and you say there was no urgency. You already gave them the the read them the riot act during the half. After this yeah. game, you say, look, they left it all out there. Saying you you were the most pleased. I don't know. Maybe he's just saying that just to say crap. But that that's just like, are are you serious? This is the most pleased you you've been. This is this kind of inability to muster more than three shots on goal against. I, mean, it. I figured the win against against Orlando would have been his most pleased, but uh, I I don't know. I mean, I I found that really interesting, and um and I, I like I said for, to me he's very hard to read. I I don't know which Heath you're gonna get each week. Uh, the one that's gonna that's gonna throw his players under the bus, or the one that's gonna gonna commend their players on their on their uh, level of commitment and urgency, or or whatever, right? Or they play on the field. So it was it was interesting to hear those comments. Um, yeah, not the response. I think I, I think yeah, yeah I was, it was the response. I was I was thinking that he was gonna he was gonna say, but um, overall, I mean, let's 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 toast to the Quintero era. Let's see how that brings out in fun. And hopefully. Hopefully, um, you know we can, because because as you said, this microphone has power. Maybe Eric, maybe Miller, or or we get more news about Gomez and figure out how we fix that, that that backside. That would be nice to be able to uh, have. And please, Thiessen, heal up as soon as you can. We, yeah. Well, I've it's never, a nice time. It's a nice time to have a bye week. Yeah, we have right? a bye week. So it's good to be able two weeks to play with his uh, new comrades. Tison heals up. I I think you're also coming out of that bye week. 
where you have Portland and Seattle who are vulnerable, very vulnerable. Yeah. Portland have been terrible so far. Uh, they they are basically not letting their uh, captain travel with them to away games. Um, this will be their home opener though, so you have that. Um, Seattle Seattle look even more uh, just abject, and so this is a, these are good times to hit them, unless you're the you're the you know kindling that will start their fires or something. But I I, I do think we have better chances. You know, we were good last year at Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe that's a that maybe that's something that we can. I I also think too is that um, you know um, I think a lot of a lot of players come out of this game motivated for what you know yeah. what would that happen. Huh. Well, thanks to West, they sure as hell are. <laughs> well, we'll get to that after the break. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think also yeah. I think I think Calvo also you know spoke his mind, and when he spoke his mind, I think I think I think it it will change the tune, or either it will be a a. Uh, a talking point in the locker room, and and hopefully motivate people to, to to be able to to really be you know like a lion you know, when they go out on there and be really hungry about stuff. So we'll see. Is that another Zlatan reference? I, yeah. I no what? Yeah. No, yeah. never. Why would I? <laughs> well, let's. We'll, we will. We'll talk about those comments uh, after the break. We'll come back. We have like just a. We have three pages of Twitter questions, so we'll see what we get to. Here we are on the fifty five one podcast. We're ready for drama now. Uh, so, post game, let me. We'll take some Twitter questions, but the first one is from Andy Campbell. Uh, well, since no one else has addressed the elephant in the room, how op- awesome was it to get called out by Calvo and Ibarra on Twitter? Should be should be applaud. I think taking so. on yeah. the players. Yeah. So let, let's tell this story. So post game, once upon a time, Calvo in his talk to media kind of just says. We don't get enough respect. We don't, you know, the media doesn't give, you know, we were better than the Galaxy last year. And when we beat Atlanta, no one puts on a show. When Atlanta wins, they put on a show. Um, Just this kind of like media doesn't respect us. And it's very funny, like seeing all the, and then like talking to uh, all the the media people around the, the country. They were like, what, what is, what? We don't show you enough respect. You finished ninth last year. What do you? What do you, you want us to say? Like, oh, they're not as bad as the Galaxy were last year. Like, he, in some ways, his comments were, uh, "I'm angry. I just played in 20 degree weather. I'm going to deflect uh, and not talk about the own goal." Um, uh, and and it's just like a way to do to do that. And you know, it worked. Extra time radio. They were Minnesota was the number two spot on on the. Uh, they were discussing it and they were flummoxed. You know, I had to like explain it to a few of them. Um, and I I read these comments and said, uh, "We just watched this team where you had a terrible game plan. That first half, like I I've already gone through my whole laundry list. That's insulting to me as a fan to be like." Oh yeah, we don't get enough respect. Like, well, win the fucking game, dude. Yeah. Like, when you score it. Like, what do you what do you want? Like, it's coming out after that. Like, after I, I'm like still freezing to death and reading that. Like, what the hell, dude? Not being able to score a man down so, for an hour. Yeah, I. Up, so I, I tweeted. I did. I did not tweet at him because I don't tweet at players. I ex- expressed that I thought that this was disrespectful. 
Calvo, obviously search for his name, or he doesn't follow me, so he, or someone showed it to him, likely, uh, and he tweeted at me saying, I think misunderstanding what I was saying, saying that I thought he was literally disrespecting the fans, um, I meant insulting our intelligence, and, uh, and, and then kind of says, uh, if you think that we, if you think that was a bad performance, you don't know anything about soccer, which, Mm. um, I'll take issue with that because I don't think many people thought that was a good performance. And they anyway, and then uh, I responded that I thought the team looked uh, spiritless and uh, uh, what would I say unmotivated. That's when Miguel Ibarra tweets at me and says like, "No, we wanted to win this game." Look, I think this team was spiritless and unmotivated for more than half the game, and they didn't get a good result, and they did not. You know, they you could see that they wanted to win. I'm not I'm not saying that they were uh that it didn't mean anything to them. But so yes, then uh I also think there was this weird kind of re- response in like Minnesota soccer Twitter and I- internet where it was like Yeah, you got the deluge. <laughs> where it was just like you guys know that these guys are grown men and we can criticize players. You know, Miguel and I kind of talked after 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 the tweets and He's a grown-up. He knows that he can deal with criticism. Like, it's like, especially since, especially since the last time Bruce and I really criticized him, he went and won league MVP. So this is actually a good thing. But, you know, I, I think that, I, I think that, look, like, people, like, need to stop kind of, like, feeling like Francisco Calvo and these guys are their brothers. And they can also fully disagree with me, but they absolutely deserve criticism at times. And you don't have to be a dick about it. Maybe some. Maybe I was a dick about it. Who knows? People obviously have opinions, but like it's just like weird. I thought it was like a just a weird thing. Like you can criticize players, guys. It, everyone's free to. I think he, man, if you he, do it in a good way. If he would have came out with some more clarity, I feel like and been like, you know, the league is not giving us respect. You guys always cover Atlanta. You guys always cover. L.A. Da 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 da. We just just write something about Minnesota. Give us a little bit more than our local coverage. Even our local coverage is mostly garbage outside of some of the things we do. And in that respect, I, I would like, disagree with that. I I think that we have a good, very good market. But yes, sure. Really, <laughs> we can have with, outside of Carolina. Actually, you know what? We need who, to. We need anyway, to. Uh, my, we need to criticize uh, adults too, so we can criticize. Yeah. Our, I'm just kidding. So uh, all I'm saying is, you know, if 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 you would have came at it that way instead of even getting us to the point where we would think, wait, is is this directed towards the fans or the, who's he going after? There was just, there was too much vagueness in there. And then the other thing is just, just the timing in general that really kind of, that's what got me. I'm like, you know, if he would have came out like this after the Chicago win, I would have been like, all right, you know, that I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, let's, we can, it was a good win. We're feeling good. We get a little more respect. But it was just after that match in particular, I was like, no, man, this, that was a game you, you know, you were a man up for an hour, couldn't get it done. We know it's cold. You guys didn't play well. I know it was tough, but again, this is not the match to start, like, you know, coming after whoever you're coming after. Yeah. So Kevin Friedland on that uh, says, please share your MLS rankings from most to least regarding media coverage by the league. <laughs> oh, shit. Look Asking for a friend. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Wow. Uh, so, Te- teed it up. But, but. Uh, he he has a point, and he what he means is there's at least I, I have a short list: Colorado, Columbus, Columbus in particular, Montreal, Vancouver, San Jose, New England get the same amount of disregard as Minnesota. Columbus is 
an amazing team of like they're awesome to watch. They're coached well. They don't have amazing players, but they're they just work so well. They're, they're, they're the they OGs. Get, they get no love from the media. Mm. Uh so I, I and but these but other here, guys. Are, I'm just thinking about okay. So there's a number of podcasts besides this one, right? He, there's but Calvo means MLSsoccer.com. Okay. That's literally that's what he's thinking. Calvo is not reading. Apparently, he's reading my tweets. <laughs> now <but> he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, he, he's not. He and and also, it's not based in reality. Like he, he's not actually tracking the fact that Minnesota is kind of talked about on the podcast on Extra Time Radio a bit more than Colorado and some of these guys, mm-hmm. San Jose. Um, the, there also there were several articles up last week about Minnesota. I mean, but he's just he's venting a kind of general feel. Yeah, which is I mean, a, it was it was a, it was a vent, um, frustration throughout the game, and the fact that there were things that didn't go their way. And uh, I think, I think, in the sense of the the respect thing, I I understand the frustration and I understand the point of view of of you feel that you're not being respected a probably by other teams and by also certain media outlets, but at the same time. You gotta play the game. You gotta do your job. You got you got you gotta you gotta create results. You know, once you start doing that, people start talking to you talking about you more. And for me it's always been a three, four year plan, right? Yeah. After twenty nineteen is is when you and you really have to make that push. Yeah. Right. So so I get it. I, I find it I found it interesting, um, this whole this whole um conversation about Cavo and then Miguel and then the response from everybody else. I thought it was Interesting. There was a. I just. I just don't get why so many people get riled up over. Um, over. Um, just. 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 A, just a couple of games. You know, like it's, just, ha- it's just. It's like I get it. You know, it's like. Do it's you like have a, the internet, Rodrigo? Yeah, I have the internet. <laughs> it's on my phone. It's on my phone. But maybe I didn't get. That. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I didn't it's get also a bye week, and so I feel like guys, we burned out our bye week stupid infighting controversy way too quickly. So <laughs> instead, true. we'll talk about Cloud City. Um, so Sven Bierman says, when you recap the Atlanta match, you should spend an, an hour of the segment time wasting and faking micro- microphone troubles. Check. Okay. One, here's two. my re- check, real check. question. It's if you working. trade Ibarra, which we've talked about, uh, previous way back earlier, maybe before the start of the season, season, um, who do you think, what could we get in return? I don't think Ibarra is going think, anywhere. No, agreed. Especially with Molino injured. Yeah, uh, Molina. You know, Ibarra maybe f- now have oh. to fight for a Spartan. Sp- so, so this 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 question is related to this season, then, or is to maybe in the future? But it's really hard to say. I, I I don't know what his value is right now. His value is a bit lower because he's paid a lot for a you know for someone who is not seen as at least within our team as a, as the spark. But here, hold, hold on one sec. This is just for uh, for Sven. Ready? You guys can narrate. Yeah. Oh, he's oh he is falling over and holding his leg. Yes, somebody is. Apparently, Can you cry a bit. Right, okay, there we go. There we go. Confirmed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike Sohn says, "How's your liver? Uh, it is recovering." Mike, Mike, and I um were part of a a group of angry people post game uh, drinking. Um, so uh, Jeff. I won't read your handle, etc. Jeff says, can we trust Quintero's judgment since he didn't immediately fly back home after experiencing <laughs> 20 degree 
weather and snow in April. Uh, uh, amazing. Show me the money. That's a that is a very good question. <laughs> WB4 uh, at W Baron Four says, "Why would the coaching staff ban shots from the box? Do long? Oh, I brought this in. I actually asked for clarity. I think this was kind of a miss. There was like a game of telephone on what Christian said his role was. Christian Ramirez kind of basically said." I was told to get in the box and get get on the end of things, and then someone kind of interpreted it as don't get outside the box and shoot. But I, I don't find a problem with telling your striker to stay in the box and try to get right on the end and of draw things, attention so. or or you know be a bigger person and push people around in your box. Yeah, no. But yes, we should have uh, you know. And he's asking like, why weren't we taking shots, long shots from outside the box? Yeah, we should have. But you know, it it is not super simple. You have. Ten people Not, yeah, in, ten yeah, people in, in front box. of you to get through, you know. So that's part of it. But it's too bad those holdups that he does so well just didn't work. There are a couple times where I feel like he set somebody up, and I can't remember who. And it just again, all the bodies. Well, and you know, half the time that he was in, people were falling over. So <laughs> should I go hit the ground again? <laughs> um. So. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go to this one. Michael Braun, since we finally have a DP, how do you see the starting lineup changing when everyone is healthy? Oh, so okay. Tisson, uh, let's not say, oh, let's say when, when Molino, let's say with Molino, uh, you have everyone magically healthy right now and you have the Ooh. same squad. Okay, let's start with the back. Eric, who you, you say somebody? I mean, the, the Molino thing threw me off now. So, I mean, the back. Um, I'm assuming you're going to put Boxall in the I'm going to keep him, man. I mean, I've, I've kind of come around with Boxall. Um, Someone shut up his mic, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mears would be in there. NTSN, right? Mm-hmm. God, but I'm, Calvo gets... Or, I'm sorry. Kalman gets in at some point, regardless, though. I think... Um, and then we got to line up... Uh, Ibsen's in, yeah. I would say Ibsen, no, no. and I think Quintero goes in as well. I think I, I, yeah. I want to see those As the together. number 10? Yep. Do you put Maximiano in? Uh, I mean, just you just I know that we have this like <laughs> I mean, fiction of what we think Maximiano's going to be. I've so. seen him play with Fluminense. I haven't seen him play yet with us, but so sure, why not? I, I yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. And then if you've got Quintero in the number 10, then you've got uh I think wings stay the same or, or no, Ibarra can't fit in then in the camp. You've got uh, Molino. What, for, for, what formation are we playing in? What is it now? 4231. Four, right. So then then you've got for four for two spots, left yep. and right wing, you've got Finley, Molino, Ibarra, and Nicholson. Mm. And Pangulp. Pangulp? I think yeah, it's Pangulp. Anyway. No, no, no. Boy, that's a good one. Um whew, I would love to have Ibarra, but I, I think probably Finley and uh and Nicholson, you think so? Yeah. So Molino doesn't. Molino's not a starter anymore. If, if not he's, for me. If he's healthy, huh? All right. I would. I would say, for me, I want Molino on the left. Um, then you've got, assuming we think you put him in as a wing. Yeah, yeah, and I think that and I think that you put Quintero is in the center. Yeah, and I think that that gives you more. And then who's on your left? And I mean, on the right, right. Yeah. probably Finley. I just think we need more than one. We don't just need one number 10 who's creative. You've got Ibsen who's creative. You've got the number 10. You've got a wing who's also... You need more points of creativity. And mm. we have too much... Finley and Nicholson are a bit too much too direct. Who's your striker then? Um, oh, I didn't get to there. It's Christian, I? yeah. Yeah, I, same. Uh, I think Abu's got something, but I still think he's got to grow into it. And I, I'm not sure... I think he's really good for counterattacking soccer. I don't think that... I don't 
like watching that as much. And I don't think that, he, well, Heath does seem to want to do that, but maybe that's just because he likes a boo more. I don't, it doesn't seem to be natural to what Heath wants. So, um, <laughs> what do you change? You, you take Boxel out, obviously. I take Boxel out. I, uh, I put Coleman, Cavo. Is that because you hate Boxel or you love Coleman? <laughs> both. <laughs> all, of both. Above. Think, okay. yeah, all of the above. I think, above. I think, yeah, no. <laughs> I think we. I think I do that, and then I, I healthy T zone, and and then mirrors, and then um, I think um, I like the the uh, Molino, uh, Quintero, Finley, and then Ibsen, and jeez, um, I keep Ramirez up top, and then I don't know. I just I I I'm I've been an Ibarra fan for a while, so I I. I you put him on the left. I would put him on the left. Yeah. Where, and where's Molina go? I think Molino Molino likes likes to have that room towards you know to be able to wander around, and I think in the middle he gets a chance to be able to do a lot of that. So you, stuff. you're just playing one central midfielder with Ibsen, and then Quintero, Molino, and Ramirez mm-hmm. in the. All right, I might actually stick Ibarra in. Living I mean, I would I would I would play a four one four one, but that's me. Who's who's that one holding uh, in the middle? See, we're four and then um, four and then yeah. I, I don't know. I like. I like. <laughs> I think. I think. Call me crazy, but I think Ibsen does really well. Plays really well when he has the game in front of him. Mm-hmm. Like when he has the largest field of vision, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's when he's the most creative, right? And I think that he he's like he shuts off his use when. At the boxes, it's right. like it's like field of dreams. All of a sudden, he crosses the line, <laughs> and he's just he's just a human. Like I, whatever it is, I don't know why that is, but just like so, and, call me crazy, right? So in yeah. that situation, I would put them. I would uh, he would be that one, if we do, and, and then we, and yeah. then the other four, and then put Christian up top. Right? Call me crazy, but that's what I would try. Yeah. John, I mean, it worked. It worked on FIFA FIFA eighteen. So yeah, yeah. I John, think we're playing FIFA basically. Yeah. John Franzen says, uh, when will Darwin see the pitch? In what, uh, what position? And I let a number of expletives at the, off at the end of the Saturday's match. Should I feel bad? Last question first. If you did not, yeah, you, you should feel bad. Yeah. Um, uh, whether it was in whoever it was directed at. It was probably directed at everyone, like, uh, like I, I feel like was for most people. But Darwin's going to... We talked about when Darwin will see the pitch. We think he'll start against Portland, but... You think he'll start? Um, I do. Okay. If he's fit, he's been playing, right? He's he's been playing. Uh, well, yeah, he played a little bit for for uh, Club America um, recently, but he he should be fully fit. Uh, yeah, you. I mean, you didn't pay good money for him to. Be I mean, you paid two hundred thousand. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, what I mean is, you didn't pay good money for him to sit on the. No, I. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would, I would, you know, depending on how practice goes. Uh, and how he's acclimating to everything else, I yeah. think I probably um, give him a good chunk of minutes. Yeah. And then either. What about either, the second part? Where does he go? What do you think? Who's what position? Uh, I like Schuler, but I just I take Schuler out. You know. You do live dangerous. You are a crazy <laughs> man. I take Schuler out. Um, if get, we're trying to create the offensive power, we take Schuler out. Gitchi Gumi says, "How can sideways and negative passes lead to goal scoring opportunities? Uh, you, sideways pass that hits off another player can go in. So, you know, 
galactic brain there. Uh, this is this was kind of in response to um, Jeff Reuter had a hit in his article, and then uh, Bruce McGuire and I were passing back and forth uh, passing charts. But the passing charts, if you go to MLSsoccer.com and, and look at their on the box score thing of it has the Opta stats there um, for all, all of it. It is, uh, I mean, you literally could just like Photoshop in a bus, and you wouldn't be covering anything over it. It's uh, it's yeah. it's tough to watch. It's um, not safe for work. So. Um, Kelly Christopher says, Mark Birch, and then a gif, which I'll just read the gif to you. Why? And then uh, Borgeson says, uh, why is Birch starting? And are Mears and Manley really that Hmm. one-footed? Well, Mears was there, right? Well, I mean, in terms of could you just throw Mears on the left and... We covered the Birch thing, I think, already. He's bad, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I also but think also, like, why don't you put one of the younger kids out there too to give it? A, but I think, I think at that point, I don't mean. I mean, it's Atlanta, right? It's your rival. You want to have a good result at home. Uh, you, you go with someone who's, who's experienced, and at that point, Tison wasn't there, so the next person in line is Birch. Yeah, I think, I think if you're up, if if you're playing, uh, I mean, I think if by if we're, if we're at thirty six points again, then that's when. You know, that's where we're heading. That's when you start playing but, more of it. But as a coach, I mean, at a certain point, after like one, two, three, four, however many mistakes, you got to start thinking, okay, we got to we gotta make a change here. I don't know. Maybe Birch, maybe uh, Mears can't play over on the left. Um, I think throwing someone like Manley, unless he's played, I, I know very little about Manley, unless he's played a lot on the left, you don't just throw a new kid on the, on the left there. He already got the baptism of fire in New York. Mm. So I think it made sense to to play Birch. I feel bad, um, but he 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 definitely does not does not look up to it right now. Um, uh, and maybe it was just he's, he's not going to last. The maybe he'll prove us wrong. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> but we hope, I, I mean, I hope. really we really want Tucson back. Um, Tom Sherber says, uh, seeing as we're in the land of Paul Bunyan. We really need players to represent Minnesota with a proper Nat Borchers-esque beard. <laughs> Who do you think would be best suited for the task? I'm on the fence between Jerry, uh, as he already has somewhat of a beard, and Brent, since he's actually born in northern, northern Minnesota. I think he was born in Omaha. Omaha. Yeah, so, Nebraska. But he's got the Minnesota. Wild card being Ibsen, just because Ibsen <laughs> thoughts. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you do. You've got. We've all got different levels of beard here. So you've got uh, a good Brazilian beard here. Thank you. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure. It, I, I don't know if you potentially representing all Brazilians here have the full <laughs> Nat Borchers ability. Not all Brazilians. <laughs> yeah. Beard. yeah. But uh, so, so who do you guys vote here? You, who's? Mm, I, I like the common idea. Actually. Yeah, I think Common Common wins it. I mean, he was Thor previously and. You know, I, I I think he has a good shot at doing that. But uh, who the wild card is Ibsen, eh? I think Rasmus, I think Rasmus Schuller could yeah, have. A, I, I mean, maybe. he could have a good like with like a few icicles and like <laughs> random reindeer jerky. He's, like he's the uh, White Walker. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I've uh, Birch already has a long hair. So I, Colin Warner has a really good beard. Oh, yeah. that's true. There you go. Uh, it, that is true. So. There's, but I'm I'm gonna go. I think Rasmus could could do it. He the problem is he's so slight. I, I think he, his beard is probably like really soft, and you would like this, you know, just run your fingers through it or something. <laughs> Carl Bates says, um, 
Honestly, should soccer be played in that weather? Should MLS institute stricter postpone, postponement guys, guidelines for regular season matches that occur in below freezing weather? Not at this point, man. It's tradition. I mean, now it's happened to the same team twice. But is it dangerous for heading the ball? For I mean... Uh, it what, causes, do say, what do you say, coach? Go, I coach. It causes I mean, fake I mean, injuries in Atlanta players. It does cause many, yeah. many fake injuries. Listen, listen. We're, we're supposed to start our outdoor season tomorrow. <laughs> so we're supposed to be have, holding outdoor practices in the snow. I, have, I, have I done that before? Yes. I mean, I think, I think weather-wise, I mean... You play when, when when you need to play. Well, there's still tons of people that want us to go to a, a the European international calendar, and then we having games in January and February. I mean, well, they're like, oh, we could bad. take a break like Germany does until February. Yeah, it, it, it makes no sense. And in Minnesota, that's till till April, right? I, I mean, it, it already it snowed in New York today as well. So. Right. Um, uh, Jose Rosales Yepes says, I don't actually know how to say his last name. I just went with whatever Yepes. came out. Yepes. Yepes. Oh, okay. Not too bad. Uh, how do you feel about a five, four, one? And he gives a back line. Uh, I, I won't fully re- read through it, but we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past. Um, I kind of feel when I, I just haven't seen five, four ones played now recently. I've seen them more, but I'm not as familiar. So I feel like when I talk about them, I'm making things up. So, Rodrigo, you're the coach. Do you want a five-four-one with Coleman, Boxall, Mears, and uh, uh, Jerry and Calvo as kind of stepping uh, a center back who's kind of stepping up in front of the two other center backs? Jerry, Coleman, Boxall, and Calvo. I think the center backs there are Coleman, Boxall, and then yeah. Calvo kind of being the the ball playing one. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think if you if you're gonna do any 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 changes, like I think since we have so many wingers and we have so many of that, I I I would I would switch to like a three wings. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would switch to like a three five two. You know, something Atlanta was playing where we can we can saturate that midfield and have people. Waste their energies and, and and pressure that ball. That's something that we. we if they have three get. wings. They have to go back to the uh, the NASL jersey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim Super Rookie says, "Why do you hate Minnesota soccer? Uh, it's just it's in my blood. Hate it." Max Power says, "Did America let? Uh, oh, Club America let. So I read this as did America let DQ go for cheap, cheap so that they could get dibs on buying." Francisco Calvo from Minnesota after the World Cup, um, as it kind of scratched my back thing. I just read, did America let DQ? And I was just thinking about Dairy Queen. Mm. Like, you know, have we undervalued Dairy Queen? It's, it's good. <laughs> I think there's no way, like, Minnesota knows that they that Calvo is someone who, if they can get the right attention, could go to Europe. For sure. Um, if I, he has a good World Cup, I mean, if he plays Brazil well, I mean, yeah. man. And I also, I also think that Rarely do you, do you see that kind of delayed on one half or the other. I, I mean, it's an interesting thought. I, I think it's in no way. Yeah. Um, and then Super Rookie again says, over under on the amount of remaining home games Quintero plays in considering the turf. Do you think? Hmm. I think he plays in, yeah. Let's see, how many games do we have left? Oh, we've only played two, so it would be 16. <laughs> Right? So, uh, yeah. No, 15. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. 12? Yeah, I, 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 don't see, I don't see him as being 
I don't see that. him as not playing. No, I mean, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's part of the game. If he, right? if he, if, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not, and he's also he's a DP, but he's not that big of a DP. <laughs> it's only one point five million. He's our first DP. He's okay. not Zlatan. Let us, let us, no. let us, let us build him up. Yeah, I know. Let us build him up. Don't, don't already. It's yeah. only been three days or Zlatan something. Like. Probably look at one him day and they try not, and make yeah. him shrivel and disappear. Um. Okay, gentlemen. Thank you, uh, everyone listening. Thank you. Um, you know, enjoy the snowstorm, or if you're listening somewhere without snow, uh, you know, Piss off. screw you. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I don't. I still, still haven't angry. Out, still angry. I still haven't figured out if we're going to record a podcast next week. If there's no game, maybe we can find something else to talk about. Maybe we'll just have like a just get hammered just and talk questions oh that's so uh that's a good maybe one. we'll do something like that so maybe think of questions because at least we'll then we'll get back together um you know send me uh questions about how i kick puppies or whatever <laughs> apparently i do he's a bad bad man um so thank you guys it was great to see you great to thank you for listening to thanks us thanks again and we'll see you soon